Welcome to Outrun the Bear, a podcast where we discuss video games with no real authority and express some unpopular opinions while trying to outrun our backlog of games. I'm Jacob. I'm Adam. How are you doing? Um, I was hoping we'd say like, and together we are, I don't know, we'll have to come up with something. I feel like we've tried that before and it's just fizzled each it, time because we were like, and together we make a thing and a, a, a voice podcast. thing. <laughs> that we record, you know, it doesn't, I don't, I mean, maybe we come up with something. It doesn't add up. Okay, well. Maybe. Maybe we should write something down next time. Maybe we should, because we always get to that point and we just let it die out. You know, my, uh, I also had a comment about some unpopular opinions part. Uh, Me too. And, I was thinking that when you were saying it. I'm like, what, what opinions are unpopular? I mean, it all stemmed from you saying that Pokemon was a child's game. I know. I, I was thinking that was think, really funny. Yep. And then yep. my friend pointed out that like, what, what opinions so far have you Put out that are unpopular and i was like mm-hmm. listen shut it you okay so now we're we're going to express some popular opinions <laughs> yes yeah That's we're just yeah basically it's yeah we're really just we just follow the sh- we're just sheep yeah sheep just i mean you listen to us and you've listened to every other gaming podcast that's the way it goes yeah exactly yeah 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 i like it hey so uh question mm-hmm. any episode corrections from the last episode yeah, I, I think our level of scrutiny uh, either hasn't been quite up there as it was for their first couple of best episodes, or um, we're just perfect. I'm leaning I'm towards the, perfect. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that's the smart way to go. Yeah, I think I just don't think we make mistakes anymore. Actually, I'm pretty sure my friend called us out doing the whole Bloodborne, Bloodthorn, Bloodbath, yeah, Bloodstained thing again. Nailed it, though. Yeah, uh, well... Mm. <laughs> not according to him i didn't even go back to listen to see whether where that was that we wow did that. wow your care is showing no because i thought he was a liar yeah we're still on twitter right we also lost a listener because of that comment oh dear <laughs> yeah because uh, I called my friend a liar good oh no um anyways yes we're still on twitter at Outrun wonderful Bear. yeah i like it i feel like uh we can we, we've put out a couple tweets about links that we said and we've also announced when uh when we've uh, gotten new episodes out, so that's cool. Yeah, yeah. I actually forgot to yeah. announce that we were recording tonight, but I will after after this is done. After we recorded, I'll say, Perfect. "Hey, I mean, I mean, they won't know. No, they won't. Actually, <laughs> we're recording tonight. Yeah, that's right. That's true. Unless they listen so to this episode light. and find out that we did lie about it in the tweet. This I mean, is true. Listen to the podcast we'll to find out whether more. we're lying or not. <laughs> this is where we're that, at now. That's how you get. That's how you get more listeners. Yeah, it's like. It's like clickbait, basically. <laughs> yeah. Like it. Yeah, it's good. Um, Shall we talk about some games? Yeah, let's talk about some, some quick updates. I think uh, the first one to just dive into that's a, kind of a joint thing is Animal Crossing. I haven't heard of it. <laughs> <laughs> I have 105 hours played, I think, at this point. It's, it's almost... It's almost my number one game played on Switch, which is insanity. Yeah, that's, I, it's getting up there. I haven't actually looked at my playtime in it. I was at 80 the last time I checked, but I'm probably, probably getting up there. A friend of mine picked it up a week after us, and uh, I think he's at 170, 185 or something. Holy he's, cow. Yeah. Now, I feel like he's also like just left it running in the corner for like long periods of time, so that's probably adding up too. But I called my friend yeah. out for that. I think after yeah. first week, I was like, yeah, I'm at like 40, 45 hours or something. And I, then I looked at his and he was at already broke 100. And I was like, what? And he was like, oh, yeah, no, I, I kind of leave it on 
all day and right. just let it run and then uh, you know every now and then on a break i'll go and check it out so, yeah i just turn the switch off usually and i've seen people do that i know there's a guy on my switch he's not like he i i think i friended him through a splatoon thing and i'm pretty sure he just leaves it running when he's not playing right. uh so that right. people can jump into his island and do trading and stuff so do he's got like stuff, yeah like almost 300 hours into the game already interesting yeah. um i mean the game keeps delivering a little right like we've seen and i say a little in the sense that they kind of like they eke it out in, in dribs and drabs which i think is what keeps things interesting for this game uh we've got a recent update that added in a couple of events for earth day although they call it earth earth week i can't remember what they call it something like nature uh, day nature 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 day and then there's something. may day i think coming up which i just got a notice on the board about and then there's a couple of new characters showing up uh both uh a fencer of sorts for for art and uh a uh fellow that sells shrubs and some some new stuff that you can add and i just read I, i'm sure there's a lot of updates coming and i i'm I like worried about what you're just about to say Are you, you should spoil be. everything i'm gonna spoil everything i i did read a data mining leak oh. don't worry no protect your ears you're gonna be okay the apparently allegedly they they say that it might be possible to visit islands that are offline Hmm. So it's not a content okay. release thing. Yeah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't dare spoil that. But uh, and I do like the fact that they are stopping time travelers from being able to spoil the whole game and all the stuff coming out because they're they're not releasing patches until these things come along. Even though I think some of that's eked out a little bit, but I've stayed away from it mostly. But yeah, so new updates recently. Um, I think I, I still have a couple of things to finish off every month. For those that aren't completely inundated, they have certain creatures that show up every month and and. Uh, if you've got to catch them all kind of thing, you uh, you want to make sure you finish them off for the month ends. If you're not time traveling, like we are not. Which we is, are not which means time that traveling. We're no. not changing the time on our Switch to... It's, I don't even know if it's cheating so much as it's just change. I mean... <laughs> this is, this is getting into profusely. our conversation later. We have a topic it, it, today. It, it might be, yeah. But I think the time the time traveling is uh, where you change the Switch time to change the events that are happening in the game. and Make uh, things It's very popular up. to do for various reasons. But um, as an example, uh, my kid on the previous uh, New Leaf uh, actually just adjusted the time by a few hours, which is probably a lesser version, uh, less egregious, I think, in your eyes, uh, for just shifting it so that uh, she could actually see some of the things that happen at night because, you know, young kid can't stay up super late, that kind of thing. Uh, um it, yeah. yeah it's a good point another friend was saying that he would switch it by 12 hours or whatever so that he was actually playing during the day at night because that was the only time he was playing so otherwise you would never see the daytime daytime and there's things, a, yeah. true there's a lot of daytime stuff that i miss because i generally play in the late evening rather yeah, than during the time right so uh yeah, yeah nighttime the is the right time in that game for sure yeah um yeah it's good i i'm still enjoying it i definitely have I, I you know there was a solid that was the only game i was playing uh when it was released and it was great um and i'm still playing it daily pretty much there's a few days i take a break from i don't get into it but i'm playing a few hours here and there and it's just the right amount of play uh just getting in and doing some stuff uh the latest update was good i haven't delved into the art too much uh i feel like i i bought a couple of pieces but i feel like there's a little bit more there that i need to uh kind of figure out with uh mm -hmm. red um but uh i really like the were shrubs piece, were your were your pieces legit they were both legit uh so mine was not yeah so i think like my friend was kind of hinting he didn't want to spoil something for me and i think he thought my second piece would be uh not legit and i was expecting it but both were 
legitimate pieces. I, so um I feel like I don't think there's I feel like there's nothing to spoil here. Like he just sells fake art and sells real art. Yeah, I I to, don't know. It's up to you to figure that out. He said something. He didn't want to spoil. Oh. So I'm maybe oh, it hasn't happened for us. I have no idea. But anyway, maybe. in any case, he didn't say it was like anything big. He just said it would naturally come about. So I'm not sure. sure. Um but the the shrubs, uh, I really like the shrubs, but I also really like the um hedges. The hedges are pretty I good. I did a really like I I finally I hadn't really done much with pathing and stuff like that in my town and then I got the hedges and uh, some of the shrubs and I started doing that and my kind of now I've actually started to kind of re position stuff uh, because when i placed all of my animals i really did it in the central location because i didn't understand the concept that i could put them anywhere on the island i thought i could only put them in places that were quote-unquote accessible by ramps and bridges right and then so, so what we're talking about here is the fact that you can you can sort of shape some of your island and also change the layout of things by you pay some fees to tom nook and and he'll relocate housing and and shops everything but the town square i think uh, can be yeah. relocated yeah uh, and the airport and your dock and some other stuff can't be changed and your egresses can't change either actually uh for the rivers mm. um they're fixed but everything else can essentially be changed and so you're talking about making some adjustments now that you've got a little more stuff to play with i guess yeah but i'm not making changes to the actual island i want to keep the island as similar to what i got to begin mm. with i don't really uh i don't really want to change it i like my island the way it is and i kind of want to just leave it kind of that what i got i'm mainly just kind of adjusting to that island and moving my animals that have moved there and moving them across the island because they're really concentrated in the center where the town center is and i want to kind of change the town center to be more store oriented and spread my animals out because they're very compact like i think four of them live in the village very close to each other and then like three others are very close and two others so i i just i haven't used the cliff sides and so i've just every night i've been building a bridge or a ramp so that you can easily access the whole island right um, and then i've been moving people out so like in one corner i've now started a farm so i think you've seen my turnip patch I did, yeah. I've made it now a farm, so an animal actually lives there, and I put a silo up, and I put a, a well, and now he's the farmer uh, up in the turnip patch up there, and cool. then uh, I'm making like a different area in the the top corner where there's kind of like a pond at the top of a waterfall, and that's going to be theirs, and so that's what I'm doing a lot of. I'm, I the only the only sculpting of the land is to fit uh bridge the bridges better or the the ramps but i, I kind of want to make at this time i want to maintain the rivers the way they are and the cliffs and everything i'm not really making any significant changes to it but anyways i mean that honestly that triggered me uh that update with the hedges kind of triggered to do a little bit more of that because i mainly wasn't doing that i was mainly doing mostly indoor stuff in my house and doing you know building items and kind of doing a bit more design work inside and now i've kind of moved that out to the island i'm having a good time still enjoying that's it. awesome yeah i found the uh, speaking of the inside i i think i'm still waiting for more things to show up the um lack of tables i think has thrown me off although i've come up with some couple of alternative solutions of, for things to place things on like cardboard just, boxes like i did <laughs> <laughs> Slightly fancier than cardboard boxes, but I do have some set up right now. So I, I'm, yeah, I definitely have done that. Um, but I guess in my mind, I'm just thinking, I just, I'm waiting for a few more pieces to come together. And I, I don't do all the rounds of like trying to shake all the trees for furniture and stuff. I just, I can't be bothered. So I get the bottles off the beach for do it yourself recipes and 
shoot down a couple of balloons while I'm doing things. Actually, a, a hedge tip that I just saw uh, earlier today was um, placing some brown dirt under the hedges actually makes a nice little uh, effect. Um, so oh. Yeah, it kind of looks nice. Something to try out. <laughs> um, but for me, I think I'm willing to terraform. Uh, I just I find it all a little overwhelming to the point where it could make me just quit the game. Because, I, I mean, I enjoy the game. I enjoy having some semblance of like collecting things and spending a bit of time and i've definitely wound down my hours on it where i'm uh, some days barely, barely playing at all but um just the whole concept of being able to um put together like a master plan for my island it, it seems daunting um I, I don't part of me really wants to put a village together keep all my villagers together part of me wants to make it all over the island Part of me says, who cares? And so I don't really know what to do. But uh, after exploring a friend's island, uh, I feel like I might just tear down a bunch of stuff and then build it back up. We'll, we'll sort of see where it goes. But there is a cool tool I found online. Uh, I sent, a, I think I sent you a link at some point, but it's an online tool builder. We'll, we'll tweet it out, but it's a, it's a really cool, just somebody built it in, uh, in a browser, and you can essentially mock up uh, what you want your island to look like down to the to the squares uh which is kind of cool mm. and a friend of mine actually had a good idea for relocating villagers too might be less critical for you because if you're just kind of going for this feel like a little natural feel of everything kind of everywhere um but if you're being a little more want to be precise you want to get a feel for what that would look like there you just put a pattern down a five by five pattern of what the um what the, the area that those things would take up on and then built like fences around it and put all the stuff up that he would for a house engine has got a feel for what they look like so he did that for all of his houses and then just night by night just relocates them huh. um, so that worked out pretty well too I, I, so some neat ideas it just takes time yeah I, I, it's it's interesting because it's not um uh my wife uh has a friend at work who is like just really stuck on what what to do with the island where to put things and and i, I it this is not uh, being an issue for me it's never been a concern and yeah i'm like now thinking about moving people around but that's mostly to spread them around the island and coming up with little ideas here and there about where they are but it's it's not it's not like my <laughs> the first thing that i'm like worried about in the game or or overwhelmed by i'm just like i'll just I kind of figure it out as i go along and like it's not like that you make a mistake and suddenly it's like set in stone i'm just kind of playing around with it i I don't really care. I mean, my island is my island, and and I'll probably switch it up after I do it a bit and learn from where I move people. It's. I, well, I think we'll get some patches. We'll get some more content. Maybe some additional stores or whatever. Like I don't. I don't know, but presumably we will, and yeah. so that might change your your decisions as well. I think. Um, I, I I spent a bit of time sort of doing paths and trying to put together the main village area around the town square, and I just kind of did it organically and just did it on the fly, and then I found that. Uh, that I beyond that small area, I just felt overwhelmed, and I recognize that it's kind of crazy. But, um, anyways, it, I, it's what you get it, out of the game. I just, it's not something that I am concerned with, but I'm just, yeah, kind of playing it as as I see fit. Yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. I th I think just having it, uh, it's just a lot. It's just a lot. Um, so I feel like setting up the island is is the, kind of the rest of the game for me outside of the collecting um and then also the interior i think that's another thing you could spend a whole whole bunch of time on that i've spent almost nothing on 
it's just a matter of finding the hours. Um, but uh, speaking of hours, um, I've I have found my way out of Animal Crossing and into a couple of other games. Um, one of them is not The Witcher Three, uh, which I know that is <laughs> on my it's on my target list. And don't get me wrong, the game I have find it greatly enjoy, like just immensely enjoyable. But the um, yeah, I just haven't circled back to it for whatever reason. Uh, I have, however, found a Diablo uh, similar game to Diablo. Most folks that are into Diablo will know the game. It's called Path of Exile. It's a free to play. Uh, it's got it's got uh, uh, a lot of similar elements to Diablo, and so I'm like, I don't know for whatever reason, I decided now is the time that I need to hunker down and actually give this a go. So I think I'm up to like level twenty something or other, and which I recognize is probably just an absolutely pitiful amount of time. I saw a race that they do on the weekend on Twitch, which showed uh, people at level thirty one after like an hour. So clearly. I'm doing something wrong. Um, <laughs> the game is hard, though. Like it is extremely overwhelming. I feel like I don't know if you've ever looked at the space game uh, Eve Online, uh, which is like an online RPG that is extremely convoluted. I feel like Path of Exile. I, I could be completely off base here, but I feel like Path of Exile has has like a just an immense level of customization and hmm. like the talent tree. The talent tree alone is twelve hundred different things you can select oh wow paths you can go it's just ridiculous and the amount of like gauntlets they have you run through challenges and other things is is pretty crazy but i see people play it online it looks like a lot of fun like running around and slaying monsters as sort of efficiently as you can similar to diablo seems seems neat are you enjoying diablo 4 yeah am i enjoying it no no it's a good question though the answer is no i not yet <laughs> not after like 20 hours or something that I've put into it. And you might say to me, well, Adam, why? Why are you playing a game you're not enjoying? And it's not like, because it's going to be enjoyable. Yeah, I've heard point. you say this before about this game, is that you're waiting yeah. for it to become enjoyable. Uh, it, it, I don't, I mean, it's not a style of game that I've really ever gotten into. I know we played, um, you introduced me to Diablo uh, 3 on the Switch mm-hmm. for a while. And I, I, and I didn't, uh, it was fine playing it with you sure. i don't know that it's a game that i would play by myself or feel inclined i didn't feel a draw to it um right. i i i had to laugh because i just read your notes about this and it's and it's great that you pointed out that the beginning is hard and then the next point is still hard <laughs> yeah it's it's a hard game i mean it's not hard in the sense that it's hard to play like it's easy enough to kill monsters or whatever it's it's that it's to become efficient and figure out what gems go where and it's and it's actually really unique like a lot of games you level up and you get new abilities right yeah uh, this game all your abilities come from gems so based on your drops that you get or the quests that you answer you put these gems in your in your gear and then all of a sudden you've got an ability to do a frost slash or whatever anyways don't need to go on and on about it but it's uh it's an interesting uh, endeavor, and I'll, I'll probably continue down this path I, for a little bit. Yeah, I would generally say, like for myself, skill trees uh, overwhelm me to begin with. Uh, I am so indecisive when it comes to that kind of stuff, like trying to make decisions. Even the most basic of skill trees, like even mm-hmm. when it comes to like a tomb raider, like that has like a s- small skill tree of like which upgrades do you want today, and you know oh, yeah. even in that in, game, and mostly inconsequential yeah. in those games, and and yeah. and it also you know that you're going to be able to upgrade your character fully, like th- that's not like or you're making decisions entirely, over others, yeah. right? Sure, I'm generally yeah. going to, and I still have trouble with that. So even RPGs, uh, I'm trying to like decide, okay, what skills do I want to do? So that it it does sound like a game that I would never 
be drawn towards just based on yeah no it's it's remember iterations it's uh so i've tried to find a bunch of like youtube videos and beginner guides and things like that truly i i would like to have a guru just somebody who's played this game before that could actually like point me in the right direction people have basically said if you don't follow a build guide for your first character or two like good luck like you'll never figure out how to build a character on your own unless you've just got a huge amount of determination the game's just too convoluted um well you're really selling me on it i think i'm gonna go install it after this podcast (laughs) so if if there is anybody listening and you have some uh some know-how or knowledge or can point me to a guru i would be uh i'm sure there's i'm sure there are sure there's a few people Um, out there that uh but that's basically it. I think Final Fantasy VII, I've kind of peeked at a couple times. But other than that, I'm, uh, I'm fresh, out of, uh, fresh out of gaming. I haven't bought Final Fantasy VII. I've just been considering it. Considering it's on the peripheral. It. But I can't. I know I can't. I know it's a ways away. I mean, and it's can. a special game for me. You can. Well, Final Fantasy VII, of course I can. But Final Fantasy VII is like a, it's a special place. I need, I need concentrated time for it. This is, that is a very meaningful game in my, my gaming history. So I'm just going to... I'm just going to go out there and say based on your you know current gameplay uh why don't you just park path of exile why don't you park Ooh. well how dare you sir no i'm just joking <laughs> <laughs> i just i feel like i feel like you might be in like a bit of a down you like this might be a good time for a you bit just of to... a rut yeah, yeah no what what this means is i need to just shift back to witcher 3 and, and knock her out witcher 3 is great fair, it's such fair. an enjoyable game and i really enjoy all my play sessions with it so there's no reason i shouldn't go back okay. to that and, and i'm it up so I just, you know, I, I'm supposed to be the voice of reason when choosing your games, but like, I, you know, it's a game I that you really want to do. And, yeah. and maybe it's just like a game that's a good time to just like pull the trigger yeah, and just yeah. dive into it. Yeah. But, you know, hey, I'm not here to peer pressure you into doing anything you don't want to do. <laughs> Fair. <laughs> Is it? <laughs> Except for something you want to do. It's just like... Anyways, Jacob, how about your gaming? How's that been going? This is going to be. <laughs> Let's refocus. Okay. Um, all right. I'll start off by I finished Uncharted 3. Wonderful. Uh, so that's all 1, 2, 3, 4 now. Yes. Yeah. Um, it took me a long time to finish 3. I put it on the back burner for a long time. I think I think. I had... Well, Animal Crossing came out, I think. And, and you were kind of not totally feeling it, I think. Yeah. Right? I, well... Yeah. No, I don't really remember. I just a, def- a bunch of things happened, um, and that sure. was definitely one that I was playing with my wife. So it uh, schedules had to line up, and we were just doing other things, I think. And uh, so I, I swear, I took like f- five to six weeks off of the PS4, but I did finish the other night, and uh, it, interesting because um, so the trilogy. So if we talk about the first three, I've always talked about the fourth one being kind of my favorites uh, out of them so far, and it feels unfair to compare like the latest game to the other three in the way that I did it. Um, this one was interesting because I actually thought it was pretty good. It got very close to doing this, the thing that I hated about the first two, which was the way that it introduced kind of a mythical creature at the end. Mm. I got to avoid spoilers. Um, I'll try to avoid that. But, but essentially it started to do that and it got, I got a level of frustration at a point that mm. the fighting got to a point where I was like, oh, I'm going to, re- I don't, don't like this. It's really throwing 
like these really tough enemies at me that just feel like bullet sponges that I just right. I don't. Which is feedback I think you gave on too as well. If I they recall. all had it. They've so yeah. far like the last. Three, uh, that's fair. They, they, they all did. The, the, You're right. They all kind of did, yeah. but these this trilogy feels like they really, or the, at least the first two did it a lot, and where it, it feels and and maybe I, maybe I'm just not playing it right, but I just felt like I couldn't get into a groove where there was a way to defeat these guys efficiently where it was just like just shoot at them as much as you can um but i will say that that quickly steered a different direction and it didn't go to the level that one and two did so it actually was a pretty decent uh pretty decent game um yeah it uh, I will say I did it a little disservice because of the disjointed time I played. So the story wasn't as consistent because I took such a long break. I was kind of trying to remember like what, what triggered this whole event. And so, you know, that that kind of reflects a little bit on my feelings about the game. But I think overall it was actually, uh, I didn't come out of that like the last part was a chore. Like the first and second one I felt was a chore to finish. Um, so yeah, anyways, fine with finished it. So, um, I can move on from that. I don't know what I don't know what's next for my PS4 though. I don't really have anything lined up for for that at this point. How, I yeah can't answer that question. Yeah, I don't. Maybe know. the do you have the next uh, Uncharted? I don't. Got it. I think yeah. I do. Yeah. So there we go. Solved. Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> um, I got an opportunity to play the Halo Two Remastered Flight and Beta that just was released uh, last week. Uh, so Halo Halo 2, I've only ever played uh, the PC version of the original game and the original Xbox version of the game. Uh, so I've never played the uh, remastered version at all. And so this was my first kind of chance to try it out. And it is amazing. It's not really that new for a lot of people, I'm sure. But it is for me. And the, they, re- they completely redid the cutscenes. They look amazing. The game looks great, uh, and I'm very excited uh, when the full game gets released to replay that one. It's uh, sweet. It's a very different. Uh, Halo Two was very different. It had dual wield guns, uh, so it was kind of a unique changes when they introduced it. Um, and you get to play both the Master Chief and an Elite uh, called the Arbiter. Uh, so you kind of do these kind of dual stories going on at the same time. It's I really enjoyed it. Um, so I'm really looking forward to that. That was that was cool to be able to play that. I I really like this whole kind of flight, uh, Halo flight beta thing that they do that you can sign up for. It's great. What does that mean? It basically it's before it's released. They they send out uh, a, a, like a beta build of it, and you get to play a certain number of solo campaign missions to try it out. It's basically you're trying it out and providing feedback to them about glitches and problems you have with it and they do the multiplayer they do specific multiplayer uh stuff at certain times okay. of days so that you can try okay. so it's just like any other beta yep. really. exactly. yeah exactly but Got it's it. just it runs for a certain amount of time you have to sign up uh at halo waypoint um and then they'll send you a message and you get a key in steam and you get the insider copy for a cool. period of time and then like i said i was going to I pulled the trigger and I played Black Mesa, which is the Half-Life 1 remake that's been in the works for like 10 years. Uh, fan remake in the, the Source engine. Um, so I got to basically replay Half-Life 1, uh, which is great. Uh, it's a really good remake. If you like Half-Life 1, 
it definitely it definitely still has the same like it's still the same half-life one just in a source engine better you know graphics uh and with the physics and all that stuff um it's still it's still grounded in that half-life one story and half-life one environment so it's still kind of you can see that and it's still kind of so dated tr- true true to half-life yeah very true to half-life yeah. um but it's still still really enjoyed it but then that made me want to get into half-life 2 which is a great game which was uh, a much better kind of story driven game than the first one really was um it just gets better i would say uh, remind me black mesa that's recently released is that why you're playing it or yeah it- they had they had some releases in the past uh it just came out of um uh what do they call it in, in steam like- early early access early access yeah Yeah, it just came out of early access version one so basically what happened was you could play the game up to the zen point uh for for a while now um but we've been waiting for the zen the last chapters of the game uh for several years um and so version one from our last podcast i just announced basically that they had just said you know version one is released which has the full zen content and you can play the game end to end and that's why it kind of triggered me to go back and replay that. Right, right. I feel like I may have asked you that in the last podcast. I guess we'll, we'll never know. There's never no know. There's no way up. to know. It's not like we record yeah. these things. No. Um, yeah, so it triggered me to play Half-Life 2. So I finished that. That was... Uh, a, I, it's, it's funny what I remember and what I don't remember that game. Uh, it's been so long. That's like 2004, I think. Um, and then finished Half-Life 2 Episode 1, which I found was a much shorter game than I remember. That took me like three hours. It, it's, wow. The episodes are actually much shorter. And I, I did start playing ha- episode two uh, the other night. And I'm prom- I, I think I'm like halfway through already. And I'm only a couple hours in. So they're, they're quite short, the episodes. So I'll, I'll work on episode two. I wanted to re- I've always wanted to replay the series for a long time. It's been, honestly, it's probably been 10 years or so six to eight or something like that so i've always really kind of wanted to play that series again because it's uh, a little nostalgic so very cool so good playing that again um i wanted to do a shout out that of a game that we're playing uh for everybody else to look into called golf it yes um golf it this is worth looking up in steam and if you have a bunch of friends to play with it's it, it so good i don't think it i don't think it looks really good like i think if i was just browsing games and i saw golf it i'd be like meh yeah you re- and i don't think it's a game you really want to like buy and just play solo like no if you, I, can you even yeah sure you could why couldn't you i guess you could but I guess. no don't play it don't play it by yourself i mean well no i mean if if you really I want mean, to have you, been, have you been playing it by yourself i have to, to i have to practice yeah <laughs> um but it's i figured that's how you knew it's a it's a very fun game it's very much built on like it's it's a mini golf essentially but like crazy uh, courses that uh people build uh there's like auto run ones where you just you basically like use your arrow keys to control the ball going down like constantly and trying to avoid obstacles there's just trying to skip water uh i don't it's really hard to describe just look up some videos you can set i mean to be to be fair, like when we first started playing golf, we played some pretty like regular, yeah. you know, mini golf courses. But we've gotten to the point where we're playing some slightly sillier courses at this You'll, point, and and the tomfoolery and the silliness and the shouting is is wonderful. You're you're screaming, you're uh, getting yeah. very angry, and it's it's uh, but yeah. it's, it's very fun. And you're the the whole game is it's based on your mouse. Like you click once, and then it's the speed of your mouth 
So it's it's how yes. much how much force you put into your mouse. So Which it's is very seemingly random. Yeah, <laughs> so it's really yeah. hard in some cases to figure out like how much you'll redo a shot like five times before you figure out like the randomness of some of some of it. us will. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's a slight at me. Yeah, I don't know how you do it. You seem to always. I don't be know how I do it either. Um, yeah, it's all those years of playing Lynx when I was a kid. Yeah, yeah. So it's yeah. definitely not a. Uh, uh, I want to say it's not really a skill-based golfing game in some sense. Uh, no, it's just a silly. It's fun just time. very silly, and you can change the settings. Yeah. Uh, in the you can you we've never done it because although we I sorry we did it accidentally accidentally last, last room, which yeah. is um, adding um, collision, collision with the other players' yeah. balls, so you can really try to mess them up. But what it turns yeah. out to be only is, once intentionally uh, <laughs> did I did I do that? Yeah, and it was great. And then I tried again intentionally, that that didn't pan out, and then we left it alone yeah yeah it's a good game you should check it out yeah it's it's uh it's a it's a good group game very fun and there's another one we kind of been spending a little bit of time on the last couple of weeks was uh back to counter-strike yeah um, global offensive which i had never played it's crazy to me i've never oh, oh you've pl- I played, played counter-strike, counter-strike. i played the first one yeah. and i played source i, mean, I never you... played global offensive yeah I never. Yeah, well, I got see, out of Counter Strike when they when they introduced the. You know, like I was playing Counter Strike Source back in twenty right. four to two thousand six. Yeah, and and, and, you, and I know Source was a thing, and I know a lot of people played it, and the, obviously it looked a million times better than the old one point yeah. six or whatever version it was. But the, um, I felt like Source was never really right. Like I feel like they never. Go, I could be wrong here. Maybe they corrected it later. Hmm. I think I played it when it first came out. Um, but it was. I felt like all the aim and stuff was very difficult. And of course, it was nothing like 1.6, which you got so used to. And when you play those games enough, you get really dialed into the gun recoils and the way they act. And if anybody changes anything, you're like, this is terrible. Yeah, yeah. So I suspect that's my general opinion of Source. But Go is actually, I find it quite good. I was never, uh, I mean, I didn't play it a huge amount. I used to play with a friend every now and then. I definitely played like 1.6 LAN parties and stuff all the time. Mm -hmm. Like that was a pretty Mm -hmm. common game to like throw on your PCs when you like got together, right? So I played that a lot. But um, yeah, it's it's been fun actually playing Counter Counter Strike. It's good because we're we're doing like a almost like a private group, uh, yeah. four friends, two versus two, yeah. Uh, yeah. and then filled out with bots. bots. And yeah. I, it doesn't matter. It's just fun, just having yeah. a good time. And uh, I mean, in the end, that's what it's all about. Yeah, I I like it because it's not uh it's not with randoms. So there's very right. little. I I think that's the thing that I don't really like about these these games so much is that there's a lot of a kind of toxicity and like expectations when you're playing these with other people that you're supposed to be performing a certain thing and whatever. Whereas you know playing Counter Counter Strike with you know three other friends, it's just like whatever. It's random whose yeah. team you're on and you're just having some fun times and you're playing with a bunch of bots who are doing some odd things and like who cares? Yeah, I think. I mean, for me, I think uh this is the challenge right is always trying to figure out a game that we could all play together that actually has everybody interacting and having fun together and i think there's i mean there's a number of games that we own that can do that some of them are big massive multiplayer games like a overwatch or whatever but um but the ones where you can kind of control the experience i think are pretty neat um kind of like i mean we've never got back to it but like overwatch uh, overcooked and things like that would be fun as well yeah um that's, I mean, that's, hey, if, if any of the listeners have ideas for us, because it is a constant, uh, long discussion oh, about the, choosing a game It's to the play. worst, yeah. And so basically, if you can't decide within, like, three minutes, Jacob will just go off and start playing his own game until the group decides what they want to play. And then 
and then Jacob, and then eventually we won't. And so Jacob just is the smartest of the bunch and we'll just continue to play the game. I, I mean, that's how you get so many games played, honestly. <laughs> I haven't done that as much uh, recently. I've been a little bit forceful no, about trying to, totally get, uh, trying to get some game going. Uh, yeah, and and Counter-Strike has been kind of the, the default, which is I'm fine with. It's good. And Golf It is like one of those ones that we play at the end of the evening. It's like a, a wrap-up. It's a, like a wrap-up sure. for the game night, but it's still uh, very good. Yeah, it's good fun. I'll make one other, one last thing that I, I played a little bit of, um, which is free. It's the first of a series. I think there's maybe three of them. Um, it's called We Were Here, and it's a two-player game, and it's it's a puzzle, purely puzzle-based game. You're You're both in different areas of some kind of house, and all you have is a walkie-talkie. And you have to use that walkie-talkie to talk to each other. And you can't talk over each other. So you have to kind of like set up the system to say over and stuff. Because otherwise you'll miss clues. So And you have to describe things in the room. So you're trying to work out puzzles. But you don't know what the other person sees. So you're kind of they're that saying, great. you know, oh, I see this thing. And I'm like, oh, I've got a poster on my side that has those kind of symbols. Maybe we can work sure, that out. Yeah. And you're trying to give it. the So then, you know, the other person trying to figure it out uh, what they have to do. So it's, it's just cool. a kind of a fun little thing, I think. I'm unclear whether it gets like more like the paid versions are longer or what changes, but this one's a free game. It's, uh, it's pretty fun. I mean, it's a, it's a one-time thing, I suspect, because you really don't, uh, once you know the puzzle, of course, uh, you know, it's easy to repeat it. So, uh, but we played a little bit of that and it was, it was kind of fun. It was good. Nice. We were here. That's the game. We were here. Yeah. Got it. Right. Um, didn't have a lot of news of recently. I feel like there just isn't a lot of news. I've kind of been reading up a little bit on uh, Reset Air and some other forums, and people are like, "I'm in a dry spell for games, and I'm just, I'm just suffering," you know. Yeah. And I'm like, "Wow! Like, there's this giant backlog of games that you couldn't possibly have played through because there's just not enough time in the day. I'm certain there's some games for you to play. Maybe just not new shiny games, which is, of course, I'm very aware of their appeal, <laughs> but." Um, so in the hunt for news, uh, I went and poked around, and the only thing I could think of that I've seen recently was uh, IGN. They've got a. Uh, we talked about this, and you said you, you didn't love watching these because you don't want any spoilers. But the uh, they've got some uh, neat series. I don't know if it's a series so much, but they've just posted a number of them uh, where they're, the developers will watch uh, players speed run their games, um, yeah. and that's uh, that's pretty good fun because. Generally, they're breaking the game to, to speed run them and uh, in ways that the developers could have never imagined. And I'll give you just one example without spoiling anything is that I've watched, I didn't watch all of it because I don't want to see it all either. But uh, they somebody was doing Doom Eternal in like 26 minutes, um, which is supposed to be a 20 hour game. <laughs> um, and he's doing some weird thing where he was facing downwards by like a stairwell and doing a specific jump and then just launching right out into like outer space and landing in like a different spot of the map and just really precision though like clearly has taken some time to master these jumps um and uh and then just yeah kind of getting through these levels and and trivializing everything now that being said the devs did give full credit to this individual again they're on they're on ign's uh, youtube channel so you can check yeah. it out yourself but the uh, the devs give full credit to the, the folk, the fact that this fella, his like his gameplay skills were also like completely top notch. Like clearly had mastered the game because he was doing it in like nightmare mode as well or whatever. So by the way, that mode it wasn't ultra violence or ultra nightmare, whatever it's called. Yeah, the highest level. Yeah, um, you die and that's it. You're back to zero. Like back to um, the very first. Back to the very beginning. Yeah. 
So yeah. anybody who's playing on that, yeah, I think that was in Doom as thing. well. Which to I'm me sure, like... I'm sure it has been. Yeah, it's a pretty extreme version though. Like you, that's when you've really honed your skills and you're going for it, right? Yeah, seems yeah. crazy to me. Um, there was one that I wanted to watch, but I I couldn't because the spoilers was um, Outer Worlds. Right. I started to, and then I was like, oh no, I can't watch this. But it can't seemed like this, a pretty yeah. fun thing to watch because I can't remember what the speed run was for it. But of course, it's like a you know a 20 30 hour like kind of rpg style game and they'd beat it right. in like i don't know yeah. less than an hour and so yeah and it was funny oh, i yes. listened to like the first like five minutes of it or something like that and it was funny listening to the devs like see these things and go like what how are they oh i didn't even know you could do that <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah <laughs> you know? that's a lot of what the doom one was like too but anyway it's kind of fun to fun to check out um yeah it does seem like game sales are still going on um some decent stuff still out there maybe not quite as big as the first couple of weeks of sort of uh, folks being uh, at home but uh but those are going on and then yeah i was gonna say i had a ten dollar coupon left on the epic game store that i discovered and oh, they told I me about that too they told me it's going to be expiring in a couple of days and so i was like okay fine whatever i'll just go buy the season pass of control sure if i got ten dollars off i'll just i'll get ten dollars off and i'll buy it it wouldn't let me yeah. use it. It says it's not qualified, and I cannot figure out for the life of me why. Because the coupon just basically says, as long as you're buying something that's fourteen ninety nine or more, you're okay. Yeah, it's probably because it's DLC, but I suspect that just isn't written in the terms. So I'm annoyed. I don't know. I haven't gone back mm. to see if there's anything else, but they're not really doing any sales right now on Epic anymore. I missed that. They aren't. I noticed that. I missed that too. So although they are started, they are giving away just a ridiculous amount of games. Yes, they're constantly um, giving away the free games. I mean, that's where most of... I mean, I only own one game from them, and that's Control. Everything else, yeah. out of the 50 games that I have on Epic, they're all free, and it's one... Yeah, they've pay. gotten a bunch of my money from uh, from some Fortnite money, but aside from that, uh, I own... I, right. I'm free to, obviously, Fortnite's free to play, so all the games I have are, are yeah. from there. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mentioned it earlier. I think the only other thing I've really peaked at is Final Fantasy VII, and I've stayed very far away from it. Uh, mostly because, as I mentioned earlier, it's a it'll be a special game to play for me, um, and I'm excited about it. I'm super excited about it. I just so I'll find some time to carve and and get through it. I just I feel like right now is not my time. I know I I I'll, I'll let you know when. I just feel right. like I feel like I need to work on this. I feel like this just you could, the excitement. I see the excitement lot, in your probably. face. Yeah, yeah. And I and I think this might be maybe this is the this game that you just like. That, you latch park- onto and can't stop yeah. yeah 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 it's been a while since that's happened right right and i know yeah. you're liking the witcher 3 and i know you're not like you didn't discard it because you got bored with it because other things happen no animal like, crossing came along and- it'll still be there you've got lots of games that'll, that are still there yeah but this is all about cyberpunk cyberpunk is the only game that matters this year yeah but witcher 3 has nothing to do Timing with cyberpunk wise. final fantasy 7 i'm less concerned about like playing it with the masses sometimes it's really cool to like get a new game when the masses are playing it and you kind of get see all the social media animal crossing's kind of been like that a bit a sure. bit right trying to stay away from some of the spoily stuff but a lot of the community's excited about it and the amount of like memes and other things that are out there you get them because you're playing at the time that thing releases yeah and i think there's a there's a there's a cost to it obviously because you're buying a new game at full price generally but uh i think there's something to be said for it and so you don't need that for final fantasy 7 i feel like i need it for cyberpunk yeah, but and you don't the... need to finish Witcher Three for Cyberpunk. You're doing it from Witcher... like an arbitrary, like. But Witcher Three just came out. Like, no, I'm just joking. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. No, but like you're doing it just because you, you know, like this. The 
it's the same company who made it and so there's that connection of like the same style of game but like ne- you don't necessarily have to finish witcher 3 no, before cyberpunk I, and i definitely don't. I, I feel like you have a, a bigger connection based on your you know how you've talked about them to cyberpunk than witcher 3 and you've you've built up witcher 3 to be and I, i'm not discounting witcher 3 i think witcher 3 is a, a, you know i've never played it but it definitely has its place as a very top tier game i've just you you've kind of entered into the witcher 3 category just because like everybody says it's great it's a game you should play and it's made by the same people who did cyberpunk so you should play it before cyberpunk releases i did this wasn't meant to be uh, a part of the podcast where i convince you to park games and introduce a new one into your you know current play this wasn't my intention but here here we are here we are (laughs) i just i saw your your face light up with final fantasy 7 and i just and you've talked about that uh more in in essence of like your excitement than Witcher three. This is this is and fair. so if it means I, I that your it's enjoyment a, it's a, is yeah, going to be I increased out of it, I'm just though. I I'm still not convinced internally. I'll <laughs> I'll I'll pontificate on it and, and get back to you. <laughs> but it, but maybe this segues nicely into uh, I think only re- really our only other topic tonight, which was maybe a, a a silly one to bring up, but I think it's come up a number of times over the last little while around. Um, uh, what I would like to deem as morality in gaming. I think, and I think it's probably probably too much of a title for what we're actually going to talk about. But uh, but I like it, and it's Stan. Um, and this was this originally. I felt like I felt like the I felt like it's come up before, but I've kind of like just disregarded it. But I think when I mentioned the Witcher three mods that I did, nice segue from Witcher. I think uh, <laughs> when I when I talked about the Witcher three mods, I felt. Um, judgment. Um, <laughs> I and we'll go ahead. I can't remember if there was if this was the one where we lost an episode and had to re-record. And I feel like mm. there might have been more judgment in the first recording that was lost in the ether. That's entirely possible. I, and I'm just feeling double judgment because we re-recorded it. I think That's it. But I it think I, be, I, yeah. I recognize that and it reduced my judgment so that I wouldn't come off as strongly. But I don't right. know. But you. But your judgment still stands. I, yeah. <laughs> just to be clear, yeah. So, well, let's so to we'll, just paint paint the landscape yeah. for a moment, and then we can we can have a discussion. Yeah. So, um, so the idea is is that people play games for different reasons and play them in different ways, and um, the the concept is is that there's sort of a, a clean way to play games, which is sort of the way they were intended by the developer, and there's a way to modify games to suit whichever way you decide that you want to play it. And it could be as simple as, and I think we talked about this when we were talking about the Witcher mods, but you know, it's as simple as uh, really enjoying playing Doom when you were, when I was younger and, and putting on God mode and just slaying everything. Cause it was just fun. Um, is it accomplishing and finishing Doom? Would I say that I finished Doom? I don't think I ever did. I think I, um, I think I just cheat moded my way through it. And, and that was that um, not really the game I was trying to finish at the time or had any inkling to do anyways, but but I enjoyed playing it that way. Um, and then, um, and then when we talked about the Witcher three, we talked about, uh, the mods and most of my mods were the, I mean, the whole impetus behind the mods was to create a visually appealing looking game. And that was it. That's where it stopped. So you could argue, yeah, you know, I want to really enjoy black Mesa in all its janky glory. Um, even though it's remastered, but still looks all janky or, or you could say, Black Mesa isn't is terrible, and I should only play the original Half Life that was released because playing it in anything other than its original form is blasphemous. So, 
it's a it's a thought to consider because because really modding the game visually is doing the same thing that Black Mesa did to Half Life, and I don't know if I articulated that completely correctly, but I feel like I feel like to me that's the same. I okay. So my argument for Black Mesa uh, versus Half Life One is this: is, is it Mesa, not Mesa? Mesa. Mesa. Oh my god, I've been saying it wrong this whole time. That's okay. It's okay. Okay. You do you. <laughs> oh, it's already come out. Yeah, there it is. I mean. That's a summary of this discussion. That's a summary. Yeah. Um, you do you. Um, so, in terms of like, oh, playing Half Life in its original form versus playing Black Mesa, would I suggest? Okay, so first off, for myself, the reason why I, why I want to play Black Mesa is because I've played Half Life. I played the first one a couple of times, and I want to experience it in a different way. And this was made by fans. It was made as a, a remake to it. It's still in its sure, original form. That's a... And and so I, I wanna I want to experience it in a different way. So even your Doom analogy of of using God mode. I I mean ultimately if I if if that's what, how I was gonna play it was just get Doom and then cheat my way through, it it feels like what's the point? Especially in a game like Doom. Uh I and we're talking about like the original you know, sure. yep. we're not talking yep. about yep. the 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 twenty sixteen one. Um, like I I understand it's fun to just be like invincible and shoot the things, but like ultimately, like did you finish it? No, because you're you're taking away kind of the point of that it, game. Like it doesn't it didn't have really. A, there was no point in finishing it if you're just if you're just doing it, that right. Really. Um, Unless you just want to see the story, which maybe wasn't why you'd play the original. Doom. The original Doom. The modern Dooms, sure, but the sure. originals no. Um, yeah. So I don't know. I that that that's like if if I'm gonna jump into a game, I'm playing it for the way it was meant to be played because that's the intention of it. Um, graphical changes, mods. I, I, that 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 to me is there's nothing. You're not making any any changes to the gameplay okay. itself so i would say okay, that so like that i don't have a problem with that if if a fan has has been able like especially um to fix you know frame rate issues or things because so uh um or graphical changes i should say like any any like texture maps or things to to adjust to to make them a little bit uh more you know this more era, fidelity you know, more or whatever. fidelity yeah. whatever like that's you're not ultimately changing the gameplay the way it was intended to play like unless you're unless you're literally changing the environments to a different art style like like it, arguably it, it, zen it sort of is actually well no like in the witcher like i would say and some of the mods are pretty heavy-handed I, I didn't install any of the ones that were but they do change the style enough to make it so that you know actually it only makes it more difficult because it changes the lighting so you can see less stuff well so then that i mean that's the thing i would i would steer clear from that like if you're just adjusting the existing content to look better on modern pcs but not really adjusting the the, the environment because i have seen that i've seen environments change in mods where they just like they make it into completely like a different style of housing and different stuff sure. no I, I don't want that i don't like i do want to experience as close to that um i mind you i haven't done uh i'm trying to think of mods that i would do so so okay so games that i would mod today uh one is uh knights of the world republic 2 and the reason why i would mod that is because fans i, I mean it, it's mostly known that that game was rushed to market and rushed so much that they cut out an entire planet where the story 
um, and I have not played this game for a long time, but the story gets to a point where you, you, you suddenly end up at the end and you're like, sorry, what just happened? Because they literally <laughs> rushed it to the end and skipped a whole planet and a whole portion of the story. So it just is like, this, this has made no sense. And what they've done is they've recovered the fans because it was on the disc or something, but it was just never finished. So the fans took all the content and actually finished it and coded it and created a mod for it so you can actually finish the story 100%. That's super cool. Right? Yeah. So there is there is that piece also of it. good mods. That's a mm. good mod. Um, now, is it was it the intention? It was the intent. I mean, you could argue that that was the intention of the game, but they weren't able to finish it, and so they rushed it to the market, and that's what you sure, got, sure. right? Yeah. I, no, that I makes mean, sense. I yeah. technically, I played that game as it was intended. It also had an incredible amount of bugs. It was a very buggy game. I finished it, but it like was very buggy on the PC. So, right, you know, I look for that stuff more than, um, you know, anything that's really going to significantly change the gameplay. I mean, if the game itself, I don't know, if the game itself has a bunch of elements that I'm just not interested in doing, like. I don't know why am I modding it to try to adjust the game to something that it's not. I don't know. I, I mean, really, it comes down to like, do you like to cycle on your bicycle just with your left leg? Because if you do, then just do that. Because that's you do you, right? But the um, it was a silly analogy. But and and to be fair, I was I was kind of setting you up slightly in the sense that I know the issue probably isn't with uh, the graphic modifications. <laughs> Although I was trying to determine, because we hadn't talked about it, whether or not that was the threshold that you were also okay with or not. Um, but obviously, when I went to go do that with Witcher, I found some other mods that I'm just like, oh yeah, that's a nice quality of life thing to have. And actually, I think I even mentioned to you, one of them was kind of bit me in the sense that when they enabled the porting for the Switch back and forth, that all of a sudden I was encumbered because one of them was like a, just let you have as much stuff as you want. Turned out super non-issue. I just sold a bunch of stuff in my bags and and i was done with it it wasn't a big deal but um and one of them's just a quality of life thing that i i'm okay with so that porting to, to signposts but then so we parked that and we thought about i moved i moved on from, from your judgments <laughs> in the witcher and and i'm giving you a hard as you time, do but this is you move this on is how we them. do uh, um and then and then we got to animal crossing and this this one struck me interestingly Mostly because I felt like it was arbitrary, and I'm curious on your 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 deep thoughts here because we never really got into it. But uh, in Animal Crossing, there is a, a concept of turnips, and the idea is, is that the turnips uh, get sold uh, between 5 a.m. and noon on Sundays, and then Monday through the following Sunday at 5 a.m., uh, those turnips have a value, and you can sell them. And every morning and evening, uh, they have different sell prices. Um, so when you try to sell them. Uh, the, these little uh, tanukis, actually, they're not raccoons. Um, they uh, they decide what price it is, and so that might be high or low. Um, quite often, it's fairly abysmal, and quite often, it's below what you bought them for, but occasionally peaks above that. And so, within our small group of folks that we know that are playing it, which is actually a pretty remarkable uh, uh, set of middle-aged men playing Animal Crossing, <laughs> but the uh, um, uh, we've kind of communicated like, oh yeah, I've got some, I've got a high bell. And in fact, at the very first week, I think uh, one of your friends had a pretty high sell price, which I don't think at the time I even knew was a big deal. Like, I'm just like, oh, that seems like a good number. Okay, yeah. I'll go and sell. I only had like 90 at the time. Of course, now I moved like 10,000. So like, you know, different different leagues at this point. But 
And <laughs> to be fair, this this week I didn't even buy turnips just to put some things into perspective. But the it's because uh, I know what kind of money is in your bank in Animal Crossing. Yeah, it's it's not small. But I have ten million bells in my bank. But the 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 real <laughs> the reality is is so we had this conversation and i was like oh hey i i, I sold my bells and i and i sent a, i think i sent a screenshot because i i had like two mil- i think I, I had a sell to the nooks for two million bells or something crazy yeah. and you're like i'm coming over right away and i'm like oh no no this isn't my island and because so what's happened and actually uh we didn't mention this earlier but animal crossing I think probably due to a bunch of circumstance and also the fact that it's an amazing game and one of the first console full version animal crossings in a very long time uh it has sold like gangbusters like digitally and physically it is it has done very very well and people were buying switches in fact switches are, at this point you can't buy a full version switch at this today you can buy a light but i think all the full yeah. full kit ones are sold out yeah. and they have been for quite some time um and so a lot of people are playing this game and there's been this huge community that's kind of sprung up around it. And so people do all sorts of things like trading items and uh, they call them catalog trading, which I didn't know about. They have watering parties, which I still don't know what it is, but I think there might be something like where you go water other people's flowers for them. I don't know what it is. I, I assume that all, is because it, it could be a, a, a watering flowers is kind of a time consuming thing, especially if you have a lot, a lot of them. And if you're trying to crossbreed all your flowers, it can take a long time to do. And I, so I wonder if like people invite people over to just to say, Hey, I'll pay you some money and just come help me water all my flowers or something. I'm thinking that's what happens. I asked and I didn't get an answer. Um, but, uh, yeah, so there's this kind of community bit that's kind of sprung up and I'm, I gotta say like, even, even looking at other things outside of gaming, uh, looking at cars and stuff like that, or, or other hobbies, the communities, I think for me, make a, make a big influence in my interest in that. Because if there's a big community around it, it means that there's a lot of support and a lot of folks that are knowledgeable and gosh, I wish I could find one for Path of Exile. Um, (laughs) but, but it, on this journey, um, uh, I was turned onto a, a subreddit called AC Turnips, which I've not used once since the first week. Um, but that's where I got my initial grab from. And, and it was a bit of a convoluted way about things. But essentially, I went to a stranger's island with a high buying price for these turnips, and I made millions of bells. And and you said this is not for me, I think was your was your comment. And and from your, you know, louding from your third tier on yeah. Animal Crossing crown uh, with your, you know, throne <laughs> there. Um, but obviously not. But but I'm being silly. But but essentially, you said that's not for me. And, and uh, you know, through chat, it's often difficult to get the influx in the voice and whatnot. But we're, you know, friends and, and able to sort of discern some of this. But I think in, in amongst that, I saw like he doesn't agree with the way that that that's the way to play the game. Uh, but. But Jacob, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put you on the spot here, but Jacob's okay with going to other people's islands to, to buy and sell, as long as it's within his sort of, his friend group. So then my question, and I went on a small rant, and then I got down from my, my, my soapbox, but I said, why, like, where is the arbitrary, why is there an arbitrary line for you? Why, why is it not just your nooks? Why is it your friends? And not something beyond that further where where you're able to interact with folks in the community and maybe expand your enjoyment of the game. Well, okay. All right. Be- it's a lot. Okay. That was a lot. <laughs> You've set me up and now you just like now, now defend. I, listen, I don't, I don't really care that that is what you've chosen to do. And I don't, it's not, it's not necessarily like it's, it's game breaking that you've chosen to 
go to the community on the internet and like sell your turnips. I don't, I don't, I honestly don't care. And I don't, I don't have a judgment of like you for doing that. It's just, it's, it, uh, it feels, um, it's just not something that I care about. Like, I like the idea of keeping it local to just like friends I know and just keeping that thing. I'm not obsessive about trying to like, win get as many bells as quickly as possible if i find a good deal within my friend group for that week great that's great but like bells is not like the be you know uh everything in that game it's, i don't i don't need uh, billions of bells to like continue to enjoy that game and it's not something that uh you know uh is important for that so i, I it's just that uh, like i don't I, one thing is it kind of ter- takes away the aspect of like terminus being a risk to me like ultimately uh, it does entirely it takes, yeah. it re- it, it if you're will- if you're willing to put up with the tomfoolery okay like, t- don't get me wrong like it's not a it's not as easy as me saying oh jacob you got a great price i'm just going to come over oh. like it's it's extremely convoluted if you if you now to be fair i also now have a smaller community that i can access that is way easier sure but when but that first round was brutal and i would and and it was it was not something I would want to repeat because it was like it was refreshing and like watching and doing all sorts of like it wasn't hard but it was like a lot of them just disappeared because a bunch of flaky online people sure right? but but based yeah. on based on your experience and our friends' experience essentially each week that you've done that you've successfully done it I, oh, I yeah. understand there's you're... no question I can sell for a whole bunch yeah so I mean. That in itself is kind of like, okay, well, you've removed the risk of like buying a whole bunch of turnips at the beginning of the week in hopes of, you know, because my first week of turnips was, uh, I, I didn't lose out on it. I did not gain a lot uh, because I basically right. waited until the end of the week. I, I sold within, I think, 10 minutes of the deadline. Um, but like, it just, it's just, it's, it's not the thing about the game. The game to me is not, like, it just seems like you're... Uh, making trying to trying to spend a lot of time trying to make as much money as quickly as possible in that game and that's that's not what that game is about to me it's it's more about uh the animals uh interacting with the animals and just kind of like having a chill time with it and like having close friends that i know of and just kind of connecting with them and just saying like hey you know what are your turnips at you know today you know and 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 dealing with a with a closer knit like friendship is is more about what that game is instead of i understand that there's you know it's cool going to someone else's island and seeing like what they've done to their island and uh, absolutely it's very cool and especially folks that i don't know right sure but um to 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 kind of create the system where um you know trying to find the best price of turnips in, in the week just so that i can get millions of bells out of it it just it's it's not uh it's not like game it's not game breaking by any means it just it's, seems it's like it's not game breaking it's not the, ga- the game does have bad rng though right like so l- let's just say for example let's just say uh, that you and i both buy uh ten thousand turnips let's just be silly sure it's like that's a whole bunch of turnips that's i don't know seven or eight hundred thousand yep. in turnips and uh you get a crazy price at your local island and you get to sell them for 500 a piece or sure something. you make you make half a, you make like 5 million bells that week or whatever you're making. Okay. I, on the other hand, don't get anything above a hundred and I only, and I don't know anybody and I don't know you yeah. and I just, it, it, I'm just downtrodden now. And this happens week over week, but, but now you have, uh, I'm just going to put it out there and I know it's not a race and it's not a competitive game. Although a lot of people play it competitively. Um, 
the uh, and it, and I don't treat it that way either. But but that's that's a massively unfair advantage that you got for no reason. Yeah, but that's the thing. I mean, it's it is RNG. I mean, it's 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 random. It's it's a risk. Yeah. You take a risk at the beginning of the week. So what you're suggesting is like no. What it no, should but, actually but be. We're not, we're not on the same schedule. Bells, right? Like I could go w- like weeks or months of without any good you could. prices. Of course and, you and could. And then the ga- my and my gameplay changes as a result of not having these bells, right? So so it's 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 no different than uh, than Nintendo's like RNG. Hang on a second. No, no hang on a yeah, second. Right. So you're suggesting you're so so you would you so, but but now you're now you're actually just suggesting like what? So you're like no. So the RNG thing is a bad thing. So what they should have done was you should have been guaranteed to sell your your turnips at, at exact like at a, at the same price as everybody else on wednesday so that you all had the same exact plane level like that's the whole point of this game is to create that ups and downs to create like a different experience for people because if everybody was just making millions of bells every week like it would change the game drastically you would just be kind of doing that one thing the the rng i i mean i know we've had close friends who had like bad experience with the rng i know the string fish is a topic still today <laughs> about <laughs> how <laughs> awful that was for some people it's pretty awful but yeah. um like Ultimately, yeah, I mean, missing out on those things, okay, yeah, it might suck, but like that's not the end of the game. Uh, and, no, and, no, no, of course and, it's and, not. And like the the whole point is like people's experience is supposed to be different. You're supposed to get different animals. You're supposed, like, I mean, you got a unicorn for goodness sake. I haven't gotten any mythical creatures, um, but like whatever, like that's a different experience. Did you did you know by the way that you can just steal my unicorn by talking to? Yes. Yeah, I've heard yeah. I've heard that. I've my uh Paul uh friend keeps trying to steal my pig. Um <laughs> every time he comes over, he was well, he was doing it a lot in in the early in the early part. Um That's funny. But no, but but that's the thing. Like I don't I mean, yeah, okay, is it fair, quote unquote, that I am able to sell my turnips at 500 and you were not able that week? I, I no no, and I, I, th- I mean, I think the animal RNG is a little bit different, but I, I guess the point is, is that um, it, it can, so if you don't have the money, then you end up trying to make money in many other ways. And you can do that through a lot of means in this game. You yeah. can make a lot of different money. You can go and you can cheese some remote islands by kind of making them into tarantula farms, or you can you can just try and get a bunch of fruits that are not yours and grow large orchards. You can do all sorts of things that are kind of within the bounds, although I suspect you have an issue with the forcing the tarantulas as well. But it, it's a bunch of work, and I would say work. I mean, the game's a very zen-like. Like, people, like, enjoy doing some of that farming. Like, that's kind of part and parcel for the game, right? But I I do feel like like there's a bit of unfairness in the rng in the in the in the sense that if you if you lucked out and you got millions right off the bat it would it would change your experience maybe for the maybe you see it as for the worse because then you're not you know you're not working hard to get this money for to be able to move your houses around and whatnot no i don't think it's but it's just it's a different experience i don't think it's worse I don't think it's worse i don't think it's i don't think it's Mm. better i don't think it's worse i the other thing is like bells again bells bells aren't like everything about that game it just it just it puts a concentration no, they're, on that they're very they're very much not and so for me like and and this is again you do you the playing this game is uh is not about farming for bells no. playing this game is about collecting things and it's about building out like the building the landscape and stuff like that it's way more interesting to me than worrying about money in that game I, I, so for me that's my justification 
Um, and I'm fine with it, and I don't don't really care what anybody else has to say about it. But but I'm interested for the sake of in, in the conversation because mostly because I I can't I think it's to me that the I like the idea that there's a community around turnips because I think that's kind of a neat like aspect of things. I at the same time I think like turnips just aren't a great aspect of the game because they. I think I think the gameplay experience can vary dramatically between individuals playing the game. Not that it should matter, right? Because we should all be in our own little zones, but we're not because everybody and their dog shares online what they're doing and friends talk and they talk about their islands and stuff. And you do need some money to move things forward in that sure. game. Sure. Right? I mean, ultimately, it's what you want to get out of the game. But I, I um, it, it, it definitely doesn't feel um, like a strong aspect of it. I mean, I think with animal crossing any anything any interactions that i have with friends whether it's trading items or things like that it just it's it's more meaningful coming from a friend than having to you know that then joining a forum and being like oh this person has a thing okay then i can trade it just the way i feel about it uh in this in this uh, type of game i mean a community getting together to offer a service that the game doesn't provide i'm not against and and i ultimately used it with pokemon um because i i used the community uh in reddit oh to do the trading Pokemon. that's right but oh you hang on a second though but (gasps) ultimately ultimately i had i had no means to do it any other way i had no friends who had uh the opposite i mean you should have just farmed them all no i couldn't i literally couldn't oh yeah that's right i didn't do it to get the pokemon that i could get in my game i got it to get the pokemon i couldn't get because i didn't have the second copy of game and and ultimately yeah i used that and i thought it was i was great it was a great way to be able to trade and all you know i would have traded properly in the game if the service provided it but uh they didn't add it like trading in that game was kind of random like you either had to have a friend who had the thing you wanted and talk to them to work it out whereas past games hadn't had a way to like look at the market and say like i'm looking for this and this is what I'm willing to trade. And then you could find people who are willing to trade that. And they, I think they've yeah. come out with that service since then. It's outside of the game. I think it's Pokemon Home or whatever. But, but at the, you know, I, don't, I didn't have that. So having a community that put together a way for people to use codes to say, this is the thing I want, and this is what you get. Ultimately, great. And if that's what you want to do and get out of Animal Crossing is to trade with people on the internet and like look for specific items and look for specific turnip prices. I mean, ultimately, that's your thing. I just not that the game that I want or signed up for. It's it's it. I like the closer communicate, you know, uh, closer knit with friends, and I kind of keeping it to that point. And again, I don't. I have had no need to game uh the turnip market in a way you know i like you know like checking in with friends and seeing the turnip prices to see and i've you know sold them on your island i've sold them on my friend's island um yep and that's fine and i've you know lost out on them uh here and there but ultimately it has not been a big deal and yeah okay so you need the bells to do island work but i I, it, it yeah it changes your pace of, of what you do it, but I, I mean to be completely frank it doesn't change a lot i mean the reality is i don't spend a lot of bells so i mean i have a huge bank that probably will go mostly to uh to just island overhaul right. work and and that's my decision and like you said you're not um you're not really looking to do major overhauls anyways but the i think um 
I, I guess it just depends on what you want to experience. I just think that, that it can be more than what you're seeing. And I say this because, and we should talk about time traveling as well. And That's what I was going to ask about. In, which is where I have a barrier. And But my barrier for time traveling, and I, I think we talked about it a second ago or <laughs> earlier, but essentially you change, change the time on your clock and you can fast forward time and, and in fact rewind time depending on what you want to do in the game. The uh, The advantage of time traveling is that you can get a lot more items. So you... Uh, there's some YouTube videos you can watch people do like island tours and these, some of these islands are absolutely bonkers and the amount of items that they have and I, I stopped watching them because they I don't want to see all the stuff that the game has but but I've definitely got the sense that the game has far more than we'll ever see naturally far more um, sure. you'll just never see it and because the game's got too much stuff so I so in that way I mean you wouldn't even know you you wouldn't even know about other villagers if you don't visit other people's islands, you wouldn't even know they exist. You wouldn't even know anybody gets anybody else, right? You just wouldn't know. And in fact, there's a place called nookazon.com um, that's literally like Amazon for, for this game. And uh, <laughs> people trade everything. They trade villagers. They trade all sorts of things. There's a villager that's like a cat that's got glasses. Uh, Arnold, I think his name. Raymond. Raymond's his name. <laughs> and he's like, he's worth like gold. Like he's worth... I don't know. People are trading like a hundred or a thousand Nook tickets, like mile tickets or something, to be able to get this guy. Like he's just Bizarre. so important for some people to have. Yeah. So there's, but I think that whole concept to me is like super cool. Like being able to have like market demand for things in a game that's really intended as a bit of a solo experience with some friend sharing, right? Um, I think uh, I think it can be it can be a lot of things to a lot of people. I guess is the the summary but i i think it's just for me i think what was was triggering this conversation was really the the line and where it got drawn and how do you determine when what constitutes too far and i know you're supportive i know you're not saying adam you must play this way or that's not good well, clearly you like that's clearly you haven't you noticed can't, can't that i defriended you from the switch <laughs> after you did that well i i have noticed you haven't come over to my island and <laughs> I, oh, it's probably it. but mr Moneybags over there yeah, yeah, yeah. But the uh it's called a billionaire. But the um uh the amount of I lost track of where I was going with this. In any case, it's, the it, it's yes, it's how you how you want to play the game. Okay. But also I feel like I feel like you're my opinion, I feel like you're closing the door slightly and I get that you're I feel like you're a purist in some ways and I and I respect it because I think there's a reason to play games and the way it's like watching a movie with properly tuned audio and good color grading and and watching the the director's cut or whatever and seeing it how the director wanted you to mm-hmm. there's part of like getting a purist there a way of doing it or using um studio grade speakers the, the same that they use for mastering uh audio for things some people have setups like that at home because they want to hear it exactly the way that it was intended and so like different strokes different folks but but there, I, I get that aspect of things, and I don't think you're a hundred percent that way. But but I do think that that there's there's room for other. I in terms of time traveling, I think that that's essentially game breaking. Well, for me, it's game breaking because I I just a don't have the time, and I think uh, honestly, it would, to you, yeah, I think what you're about I, to say is that it would it would stop you from wanting to play the it game. Just, because it's silly. What's the point? What's the point? Yeah. You're basically like you're. I mean, again. I, I, even even to your point of like you're not going to be able to see everything in the game uh you know if you if you continue it this way i mean i mean that's ultimately that's fine 
I, I'm not in it to, to like collect every like item or anything like that. I think the, the fact that we, you know, I, I mean, going to someone's island, like going within our islands and just seeing the stuff that we randomly collected, you know, versus yes. the other, I think it's, it's, a, it's a great thing about that. But if you start opening that up to where you can just basically get whatever item you want by just trading it with other people online through a marketplace, it, it kind of takes away from that. I mean, whatever, if that's, if you need a specific item and that's the way you, we want to do it, it kind of, kind of takes away a little bit about that like how I mean, if your we're island- three months down the road and i don't have a counter to put stuff on in my kitchen i i'm i'm gonna do it i'm just putting it out there and and i have no problems with it but i do like have you heard of catalog trading no so what this is is and i, I wasn't unaware of this and i couldn't even believe it worked but uh if i go to your place and you take all your items and put them out as little leaves on the ground and i just pick them up and drop them again i will now have them in my catalog and i can order them from my nook store oh interesting so people do this and that's how they build out their libraries of things that they can order now you can't order everything some stuff's special right yeah but um but a lot of stuff works that way interesting and yeah i thought that was very interesting so they do catalog trading parties um (laughs) which which i think you know has a high degree of trust right because you have to have people pick this stuff up but yeah um but i have to say like i mentioned it earlier and i hadn't really even thought about it until we were talking this through but watering parties actually sounds interesting to me because like, yeah, that sounds pretty chill. Like, you could just go over and just, like, just just water some plants and just help somebody else out. I mean, I don't need their, I don't need their money, so they don't have to pay me. So that's, that's good. Uh, yeah. I, don't, um, I have enough flowers to water at my own place that I don't do. I don't water, I don't water flowers. I, I used to. to I wait for it to rain now. <laughs> um, so, yeah, no. Uh, <laughs> if I'm not doing it at my place, I'm probably not doing it at other people's places. Um, okay, so in summary, you feel like it would it be fair to call you a, mo- a moderate purist, <laughs> a moderate um, purist, and with with some levels of judgment for those that uh, disobey your ways, and that I'm more of a free spirit and willing to. <laughs> no, I misconstrued some of this. <laughs> wow, I mean, <laughs> go with it. I like this. I like I like how you've how you've positioned this. It's very important that we label everything. I'm just teasing. Just judgment. Um, I'm just free spirit, and I just love everything and everybody and how they do things. But Jacob right. is very just, you know, he just, hates you. Yeah, by the book. If you didn't yeah. do it the way he... No, I, I ultimately, I'm not like... It, it's personal. It's personal. I'm not... Y- you did it one way, and I'm like, ugh, I can't believe you did it that way. That's like That's just crazy. It's just... All that happened I, was. I know you, that's, but but it kind of came off that way. So I probably I think did. That's it probably did. It probably did. And that yeah. and that's that's a that's a failure of um, chat. That's perhaps. probably a failure. A bit of chat, and maybe it's a bit of eye roll. Like just like a like why like why bother? But not like like it just seems like why dive into that from my perspective? So it's a little bit of eye yeah. roll, but not like um, wow, way to way to break the game, Adam. No, like I. Well, I think. You, I think we had a pretty pretty passionate conversation here because I think you wanted to make sure your points came across clear, and they did. I think the um, uh, the true summary I think is is that you know you do you you know play the game you want to play the way you want to play it, and there's there's certainly nothing wrong with that for almost everything in life in general, but definitely for gaming. And the uh, as long as you don't harm others, right? right. Yes, um, no harm um, to others, please. Yeah, and so that's that's sort of the key. But the I don't know. This is this is the thing, and, and 
the reason I bring up the no harm to others is a lot of people enjoy playing multiplayer online games like MMORPGs. MMORPGs? Am I saying that? Yeah. Uh, where they just like griefing people. They literally like that's the game they're playing. The game that they're playing is I want to grief people and make their, their gameplay experience suck. Yeah. And, and that's, that's tough to swallow as somebody who's on the receiving end of that. But the people that are doing it, they love it. It's, it's, you know, it seems sadistic, really, but, but they love just being able to be like all powerful and, and, and make people suffer. And so that's obviously a very extreme, terrible version of it. But uh, uh, so don't do that. Don't, but everything yeah, else. Don't do that. Yeah. Um, like on, on the note of mods, the other, the only, the only real mods that I'd usually look into um, are to fix a game uh, for modern uh, platforms. So the other mods course, that yeah. I've done recently is uh, Deadly Premonition. And I had to get some mods to make that work properly and kind of update it a little bit to make it work. You know, um, typically resolution is a problem. You know, like your, the resolution for older games was like 1024 by 768. Yeah. And so you have to kind of, you can get a mod so that it expands so you can get the resolution to your, you know, 1080p monitor or whatever like that. So I'll, I'll do that stuff so that it at least runs properly. Because that game... There was a bunch of mods where someone tried to make it more interactive, where they removed like icons and stuff to make it a little bit more difficult and stuff. And I'm like, I don't, I don't need that. I don't. I'm not trying sure. to create some fan version of an immersive experience in this game. I just need it to work, you know. And even if it is a pretty janky game, Deadly Premonition is a pretty janky game um, for what it is. Um, I, I mean, I'm ultimately playing that for the story and what it is uh, around that. Um, so I don't care about that stuff. I don't need to remove all that stuff. I'll just get me a game that's functioning on my on my PC these days. And that's generally for older games. That's the mods I'm looking for. Like I wouldn't have even thought of modding Witcher Three. You were the one who I, introduced I, it to me, and I yeah. never even would have. Thought I wouldn't have thought about it either. It. I would have just played no, it as I, is. Well, and you know that I I didn't even think about this either until I started really getting into the game and looked up builds and I'm like, oh, why are these screenshots so much better than I've ever seen before in my life? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you're just I mean, and you I mean, are driven by uh by the by the look at look of things. Like soon you've seen a screenshot if that's uh <laughs> Well it, it, sure. Well the game already I mean I was playing it on the Switch, so I wasn't I wasn't hooked because of the beauty at that point. Uh, uh but and then I'm like, oh it can have substance like substance and beauty. Yeah. I'm in. Yeah, why not? Why wouldn't I do it? Um, yeah, and then I th well, we talked about the Anzil feature as well, which uh, plugs into a lot of games, and that that kind of enhanced that as well. Yeah, I, I'm generally a, I mean, any online game or whatever, I'm not for any cheats or anything like that. I'm I'm really just about trying to. Well, I don't know. Is the is the turnip market cheating? To be determined. <laughs> I don't. Yeah. I don't know. I mean. Uh, ultimately it allows for it uh in some sense because you can just get any friends but i don't i i i, I suspect you know actually did it did did any of the other ones allow for a similar experience i don't know i you know what's interesting actually if i was uh a like more of a connected individual and had a lot more friends uh or if i was just younger and like had a lot more for, like if i was a teenager that was big into animal crossing and had a bunch of friends that were also into it i would have a giant circle group that was playing this game and i'd have a lot more access to to 
well, prices. If that was my so so, if we were in a different scenario, um, you know, you might have a larger circle for this thing as well. Yeah. So I like I um a, a mutual friend we know um they put together a spreadsheet amongst their friends and there was about eight or 10 of them that were all playing animal crossing and they would just, they're posting up their price. They would just report their prices. So people knew what they were selling for on Sundays and, um, what they were being bought for on, uh, on, uh, on the rest of the day. So they could see like, if anybody had a decent price, kind of what we're doing in our, just our chat group amongst our animal crossing friends. And in the smaller, the, there, there is a smaller community on, um, uh on, on animal crossing that I, i've joined in that group they'll post up like oh hey my nooks have these things for sale today if you want to come over by all means so they're just being friendly and i mean oh yeah that's a thing i i want that i haven't seen and i want to go over and get it in a few minutes i know no, right just kidding. <laughs> i have to say just as a complete aside the amount of items in this game is astronomical and like can you imagine the design team that just like you know what today i'm gonna make a an incense diffuser yeah that's what i'm gonna make today yeah like yeah i I know it's uh yeah it's pretty crazy every 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 day uh kind of introduces a surprising thing where you're like oh okay like i'm just curious how many different types of beds there are for instance like i think there's a lot because i've seen a few and i feel like there's probably a lot more and there must like i got a pretty i got a cute bed it's a big giant like four poster bed oh, yeah. uh it's blue maybe it's very large um it's the first large bed i've seen yeah um and it's uh yeah it's impressive yeah and there's a lot of do-it-yourself plans as well i think which is where maybe yeah. a little more limiting there's people that they're also selling um they're selling a service almost uh where they'll craft certain things that are super rare like apparently there's there's armor that you can get and they'll they'll build the armor for you but you have to give them the materials plus you have to give them a little extra you know what i mean but this exists in all games right like sure. i think of and, and maybe and actually now that i talk I, about it a little bit more maybe the reason i have less issue with all of it is because i'm so used to games like world of warcraft and things like that where that community exists and there, there's people that literally they they play the game of like the auction house they're not even playing like the going around in dungeons they're playing the market like that's what they like to play and they'll interact and they'll build things for you. I think, I think some of it is also, also thinking about it. It's like the, the amount of time traveling that is happening in the community and how much of that is being used to produce that stuff, I think is also kind of like a problem. Oh, they're fast forwarding, they're fast a, bit, forwarding yeah. a bit and doing all that stuff. I mean, I, I mean, honestly, the mere fact that you sold your turnips the same day you bought them. And I understand yes. That you're like, well, this is a different time zone. I, and I was, I was convinced it was the southern. I was convinced it was somebody from Australia at the time. Maybe that wasn't the case. But, but you, that, I mean, yeah. that's that's kind of like you're, you're not doing this. But like in, in a sense, you're like you're jumping to these people's islands who potentially are just like doing all this time traveling to like get a whole bunch of stuff and like kind of skip all that things, uh, just sure. to so that you know and i don't know it just feels i that's i think that's you know i know that the group of friends aren't doing that and so we're all kind of in a certain same level playing field and it just feels a little bit you know in the time travel wise we're just kind of doing things at the same pace and seeing things at the same time and it just feels yeah just it's cooler that way and i don't i don't want anything spoiled in this game Uh, i like to you know i like to discover things on 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 my own so anyways i Listen, you do you.
And with that, folks, we'll see you in a few weeks. (laughs) (laughs) Or will we? I don't know. This might have. I don't know. We'll see. This might be the end. It didn't get us. He did. No, I'm just joking. No, we're good. We thought it might. Uh, yeah, we were talking before the podcast and we're like, this might break us. Yeah, it's no, it really isn't going no, to. It, it really is not that big a deal. I, I just think it's, oh God, I know we're still talking about it a little bit, but I just think it's so interesting that it's even, uh, um, there's just so many different ways to approach things, right? And, and get enjoyment of the same things. And it's no different than, I mean, I'm so bad at starting some things in games. And I mean, my backlog is an example of this. I mean, you're not a saint here either, but you're way better at that than I am. But, you know, who says you have to finish games, right? There's a lot of people out there in gaming communities sure. that are like, you know what? I got my enjoyment out of it. I don't want to finish it. It's just, it's not a thing I need. And for, I think for me, I'm kind of in the middle. Um, I feel like I, like I look at you and I'm like, God, Jesus, Jacob, how many games are you going to finish this year? And, and you, you really kind of knock them out. And I, and I know a lot of them, you're doing it to complete through the story. And so you're getting that fulfillment out of the story. I think some games you do beyond that. Like there's, there's a set of them where you've gone and like, you really want hundred percent these games and right. pick up all the Zelda poop and whatnot. But, but the other games where I, I don't know, like I, will I ever go back and finish breath of the wild? I'll probably hastily finish it before the second one comes out because I'll feel compelled that I have to. But will I get joy from it? Probably, because once I get back into it, that game's pretty pretty killer. But but will I? But, but, Jacob, Sorry, for the record, Jacob's put his, his head just, down on the, on the I desk just, at this point. I always he love, doesn't know what to say. I always love how you you start that. Like, like, will I go back to finish it? Yeah, probably. But I'll rush through it before the thing. But will I get enjoyment at it? You're like, these hypothetical questions that you're just essentially answering, like, immediately is killing me. <laughs> it's killing me. Because every time you're like, yeah, but will I really get enjoyment? Yeah, I'll probably get enjoyment. So <laughs> which argument are you going for here? I mean, there, you've picked I mean, a the bad argument example. Is, <laughs> I've picked a poor example of Zelda, perhaps. But, but the... Yeah, I mean, that kind of goes down to those types of things, right, too, is is I can get it a lot. If I get 20 hours of a, out of a game, that's great. It, it's more than I get out of most games. Oh, sure. I, no, there's there's no... I don't think there should be any obligation to finish a game. Uh, no, I think... I feel like it's almost peer pressure. That's what I feel. Yeah. And it's not even your pressure. Like, I feel like you and I are probably the closest tied off on, like, game completion and talking about active games. And, I mean, we do a lot of that. And it's... Uh, I think, and I really enjoy that part of the, the conversation. I think, I think I, and you don't do it, but I feel compelled to like, oh man, I really, I really slacking on my list of games. <laughs> I gotta get on top of these things. Yeah. I don't know. We've, it's just poor time management for me. I think, I think you're just, again, I think you're just way better we, at it. We, I mean, we get back to this topic, I think every now and then about the, the, the drive to complete games and, and I never had this drive necessarily before i mean uh, to, to the to the level that i am today i um and that really actually spurned from our connection um so right. you, you're you're the reason why i do this more and i oh, and i but god I, what have i done yeah uh, but i get a lot of enjoyment out of it i kind of love yeah. doing it and it and and it might seem from an outsider as if i'm just like jumping from game to game and rushing through it just to just to say I've completed it and I really am not um what it's just giving me focus um to to look at a game and and decide to complete it and actually not move on from that game 
until I, I have completed it. And, and that doesn't mean like I'm just going to fight through a game that I hate um, just because I said I was going to complete it. I've, I've definitely, I have a list of games that I parked and I will not be going back to them. I just, I really don't you, think I'm going back to them because I got a bit out of them and I was like, it's okay. But how many, how many movies have you walked out of? Uh, I've never walked out of a movie. Uh, like theater or at home? Theater. Theater. I don't think I've ever met, walked out of a movie in a theater. I think I've walked out of one. I couldn't even tell you what it was. I can tell you what it is. Um, yeah? Shazam. Oh, yeah, but that doesn't count. That was a whole different reason. <laughs> uh, Shazam, by the way, perfectly fine movie. Um, but it, it, but it's kind of the same idea, I think, right? Like you're, you've spent money. You're committed to seeing this thing through. And even if it's terrible, you're kind of like, well, I, I kind of spent my money on it. And I feel compelled to to finish this thing i feel the, i feel this way a little bit about games and and sometimes they just get enough out of them i, I mean i've definitely turned a couple of movies off um at home more than a couple uh, but i think at the theater it's a little harder um matt i remember watching uh david cronenberg's crash movie i don't know if you ever saw that it's kind of a cult classic um uh, won't get into what it's all about but within about 20 minutes in the movie about half the theater walked out Oh, really? And I was like, holy crap. Yeah, people were just not down with it. Um, but it was... That's uh, uh, yeah, an interesting movie. But the... Yeah, the concept of, of committing to something and then deciding not to complete it. I, yeah, there seems to be a line there. I'll have to explore this more a little bit before I revisit. Yeah, I, I, I could go through my list of games that I've purchased and just never finished, and I probably won't go to fin- back and finish them. And that's like a SteamWorld Heist. I really like the SteamWorld series, but I played about an yeah. hour of that game, and I just don't think the turn-based kind of fighting was really for me. Uh, I didn't yeah, really get fair. into it. I didn't really feel that that you know ultimately it no, was my like game. Right? Mario Tennis is the same way. I, I feel like I really want to finish Mario Tennis, but I yeah, probably never will. But like, yeah. and I'm okay with yeah. it. Start. But we should play Mario Tennis. Yeah, <laughs> Starlink Battle yeah. for Atlas um, was kind of like the. Mm. Um, ubisoft answer to Star Fox, um and he even had Star Fox in it i played a few hours of that and i actually really enjoyed it i got kind of bogged down by a little bit of the repetitiveness of it and then i just dropped it and moved on to another thing will i go back to it i, I don't know if i will uh, honestly mario rabbits kingdom battle that was actually a really good game i played at shows here i played about i've heard it's five good. hours that's of it. on my shelf i haven't, haven't actually played it <laughs> it's good it's good and that's a tactical <laughs> yeah. game which is not necessarily one that i'm like super into but i i enjoyed it it was really well done and i i had a good time with it but then after playing kind of like the first world of it again i moved on from it and it was like mirror ukulele yeah. I, I there's a bunch that i just like i got sure. a, a a chunk out of it and i i didn't dislike my time with it but it definitely didn't click enough to be um like excellent i i you know any of the games that i finished um in my completed none of them were a chore yes uh the first two uncharted near the end were a chore um for certain scenes but like of the percentage of that game we're talking like the last five percent of the game you know fair enough like i enjoyed it all the way up to that point and then if i'm five percent from the game like I want to see that story complete, and those are very story driven, and that's and that's typically a lot of my games are are story driven games. So if I feel like the story is getting to a point where like I, I'm engaged with it and I want to see that through, then it's going to keep me it's going to keep me to the end. 
and I, I want to see that through. But we've, we've feels like a little bit of a tangent from our original thing, but it's ultimately well, I think how it's, we it's it's a similar it's a play. similar like take on how you decide that you want to play games and what you decide is worth it. And I think I think at some point on our list, I think we said you know some games will just get parked indefinitely, and they're games that we put some effort into, but probably never come back to. Like Bayonetta for me, I I just I feel like I'll just never go back to it. Um, yeah, it's also a game that I I I bought both of them. I had a couple copies of them. And I I tried, uh, and I tried several times, and I just I mean it does feel it, the game it for me. Sucks when something has like a Metacritic review rating of like ninety eight percent, and you're like, why is this not clicking with me? Yeah, it's really high. Whatever, whatever. Yeah, it is no, no, it's really high, and it's really well regarded within that like that kind that of kind game. of game. Yeah. I just it it turns out it's not it's just not really for me. No, and by no, no means is it a same. bad game. I just I didn't click for right. me, and I. Uh, it's crazy bonkers, and I kind of liked the crazy bonkerness of the story and stuff. Like it's just bizarre, but and fun. But the fighting yeah. and stuff really got to me, where I was just like, "It's I'm not really getting into it." And it's unfortunate. I actually I feel like I got very close to the first finishing the first one, and then I I dropped it. Oh, I'm like a level away or level and a half yeah. away or something. Anyways, but it's fine. I don't feel bad about it. Speaking of finishing things, oh, should we should wrap we this up? The podcast. <laughs> <laughs> it's been a it's been a good chat it's been good it has been good it's good to catch up i feel like uh my next update will be more animal crossing and uh and then also either i've dropped the path of exile uh or uh and picked up witcher 3 back in back in the saddle and then we'll go from there tune in next time if to see if <laughs> jacob has convinced adam to start final fantasy 7 the remaster <laughs> that's that's we should have a we should have a we should have, we should have a draw for the next episode. <laughs> Anyways, that works. It's been a while since we recorded. We're gonna try to get back into a two week uh, period, but I will warn our listeners that uh, there might be a longer gap uh, because I might be doing some parental leave in a couple of weeks. Might because life because life. So uh, we'll see though. We'll we'll try to fit it in. Uh, Very good. Hope to see you soon. Thanks, Adam. See ya. Thank you. All right.